There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash today I effed up. Now, in today's first F up post, a doctor working on the front lines during the coronavirus pandemic accidentally gives themselves the coronavirus in possibly the stupidest way. Before we jump into that though guys, if you are new to my channel, please consider hitting the subscribe button. I mean, first of all, look at this lovely little animation on screen. I mean, you can't not hit the button after seeing this. And second of all, you know, it's wonderful content that we make here on my channel. If you are a fan of stories and funny stories and you know, F ups like the one we're about to get into, then hit the button and let's go. Today I effed up by breathing COVID fumes. I'm a doctor working in the ER and there are a lot of COVID patients every day. I know the routine of putting on all the protective gear, the mask, the treatments. This wasn't my first rodeo with COVID. The patient is older and is currently hypoxic, which means they're not getting enough oxygen. And I am suspecting a super infection with bacterial pneumonia on top. At first, the patient is on three liters of O2, but the nurse calls me in because she can't get an arterial blood sample and it needs to be done with ultrasound to find the artery. Get into all the gear, go in with the scanner, get the sample, evaluate the person, increase oxygen, get out, and confer with my attending, get all the COVID regimen going. But the patient desaturates again. Oxygen saturation needs to be above 95% in people with no lung diseases. Above 92% can be acceptable in COVID cases. The patient though is at 84%. On goes the gear, new arterial blood sample, increase oxygen, stabilize the patients. Rinse and repeat until I've been into the room six times to stabilize the patient who is quickly getting worse. I know the protective gear. It's like a reflex to put it all on correctly by now. But the patient is still getting worse. So I put them on high flow oxygen treatments, 35 liters of flow and 35% oxygen levels. I talked to the intensive care unit because this patient is rapidly deteriorating and there is one spot free. So I nabbed that like a greedy little gremlin. Just before the patient is getting transferred, the O2 levels drop again to 68% and the nurse calls me in a panic to tell me that the patient is crashing. I rush into the protective gear, get in there and crank the high flow to the max. Eventually, I manage to stabilize the patient enough for transports and they go to the ICU. An hour later and they're on a respirator. Yay me, right? Well, the next day, however, my attending pulls me over and asks me what sort of mask I was wearing when I went into the patient's room on that seventh time, and my heart just freaking plummets. I stutter out, I was wearing the wrong mask. On a high-flow air treatment, you have to wear an FFP3 mask. I only wore a regular surgical mask because that was the only mask at the gear station. I think back to how I leaned over the patient to get the arterial blood sample with the ultrasound scanner. I remember how I held the patient's hand, telling the patient we were doing everything we could and we were going to transfer them to ICU. I remember the patient coughing, me standing right next to the bed, just breathing in the COVID fumes. 
all the times i've seen covid patients all the times i put on the correct gear and this one time i managed to screw up I'm currently at home in isolation waiting for my COVID tests while all my colleagues are working their butts off at the ER. I mean, on the face of it, OP, yes, it is a little bit of an F up, but I think overall it just shows how demanding working as a doctor during this pandemic is, right? I mean, like you've, you've done the process so many times, you've got to go back in, out again, take off all your stuff, put it back on again, you know, r- rinse and repeat as you said yourself. Ultimately, if you're doing that, you know, not just seven times here, but I don't know, dozens and dozens of times each and every day that you go to work, you're bound to make a mistake at some point just by having the wrong mask on. I mean, how can you calculate that you have to have this mask on, this protective gear on all the time whilst you're also rushing to save someone's life as you were in this situation? So yes, it is an F up. And yes, it's it's a massive shame that you have to go back now and isolate whilst you could, you know, still be working and other people are going to have to be doing your work kind of for you. But you're doing an amazing job anyway. And it was just one mistake that can so easily happen. I wouldn't really be too hard on yourself at all. Now moving on to our next post. Today I effed up by drinking $600 worth of booze. I lost my uncle this past fall. He was the odd duck of the family and I loved him very much. We had lots in common. He introduced me to many of the things I love to do. He was a high paid lawyer, but was terrible with money. The rest of my family is poor, so I grew up hearing tales of his monetary misdeeds. For example, he used his bonus one year to buy a condo in Key West, only to lose it because he didn't pay his taxes. He was so bad at adulting, he never had a phone line for long because he'd forget to pay the bill. So his company gave him a cell phone that they paid for, which was unheard of at the time. The company he worked for loved him for his work. There are many other stories about him, but on to the Today I effed Up story. I was asked by my mother if I wanted any of his books from his summer bungalow. Not as grand as it sounds, more of a higher-end trailer park. You own the house, but you pay a lot fee, and you get to have a beach house on Long Island, but not pay one million plus for it. I could not let books go to the dumps, so I went with her with a ton of bags and filled my truck. She told me to take anything I wanted, or else it will go in the dumpster, so the place can be empty when they sell it. Most of the non-book-related stuff was junk. I found some great pictures that I kept, and a few other odds and ends. One of those odds and ends is the heart of the today I effed up. It was a smallish red box with a brass plaque. It has a small bottle of booze inside. I should have known it was not a normal bottle of booze because it was in a glass case with some other beach-themed bric-a-brac. So, fast forward last night, I pull out the box and after a hard day, I think I'll give it a try. I'm not much of a drinker. I'll have a glass of scotch every few months, but that is about that. No beer or wine unless I use it for cooking. My lack of experience with alcohol really comes into play here. I sit down and get out two glasses. One for the wife, it's good to share. Crack open the case and pour us each a little taste. That first sip was when I knew I had effed up. It was like way too smooth, like zero burn at all. I finished my glass and put the supplies glass, spoiler, it's not glass, stopper in the top to save the rest for later. As I'm sitting there, letting the warmth radiate out from my belly, I grab my phone to see if I can find more of this excellent booze. I think I've just added one more thing that I can accredit my uncle for turning me onto. I just drank a $600 Louis 13 cognac. I start freaking out. I frantically search, hoping to find out that please God, let this not be what came up on the search. Yeah, no. Even the empty crystal bottle in case sells for over $100 on eBay. 
There are so many things that I would rather spend $600 on than a drink. I even had a nightmare about it last night. And that's how things went when you were my uncle. A $600 bottle of booze hidden among the junk. Thanks for one last wild ride, uncle. Well, your uncle must have been a very wealthy man to just randomly have like a $600 bottle of alcohol lying around in one of his second homes. Pretty crazy stuff. I mean, yeah, you effed up a little bit, OP, but who are you to know realistically? And second of all, I think the moral of this story is you should have spent more time with your uncle. He sounds like an amazing person, you know, loads of money, doesn't mind spending it. If you're around him, you could probably, you know, have some great times with him. I'm sure he would spend money on you and, and you both and do some crazy adventures and stuff. What a legend. I mean, I mean, seriously, who has like a $600 bottle of alcohol just chilling that they've forgotten about? Crazy stuff. But yeah, sounds like your uncle is just a madman. Now moving on to our third post. Today I effed up by telling my parents I was rejected from my dream school. I'm a high school senior. My family has always been very poor and I'm the youngest of three kids. When my sister went to college, she went to one of the top schools in the country on a huge scholarship, but her degree still left my family struggling financially. I didn't want to be like my sister. I started working when I was 16 and balanced two jobs with lots of extracurriculars and school. I worked my butt off day and night to save as much money as possible so my parents didn't have to worry about me. Now, I applied to three colleges on a fee waiver my school gave me. Early decision has come out for them and I got into all three. One of these is my absolute dream school, the same top college my sister went to. The other two are less competitive schools that I mostly applied to as a safety net in case my dream didn't work out. One of my safety schools gave me almost a full ride worth of scholarship money. I sat and debated this for a couple weeks. Should I pursue my dream and pay thousands of dollars that I've spent years saving up? Or should I take the money they've offered me at the safety school and go somewhere I'm not passionate about? I was also worried about what my parents would think. If they knew I got accepted to that school, they would never let me make a sacrifice like that. I know they'd take on any financial burden to let me attend. So I kinda did a thing. I told them I was rejected from my absolute top college, let them cry to me about how sorry they were, and then told them I got a really good scholarship to the other school. They're really excited for me. They can't stop bragging to their friends about how smart I have to be to get a good amount of money, but I can't shake this feeling of dread and I effed upness. I haven't made my decision yet to the actual colleges, so I can still change my mind, but something in me knows I'll stick with my original plan. I guess I'm mostly posting this to get it off my chest somewhere. I hope anyone who reads this far is having a blessed holiday season and a happy new year. Thank you for listening. Wow, that's a super tough decision. I mean, honestly, OP, you're a better person than I would be in this situation, I think, if I'm brutally honest with myself. I think I would definitely, you know, go with the the best opportunity for me in future and just hope that in the meantime, in the short term, me and my family would be okay and we'd be able to pay. I know loans are like exceedingly expensive and I think that college in America in particular is like ridiculous amount of money. But I don't know, I'd always like be optimistic that we could deal with it in the short term and then in the long term I'd be, you know, achieving my dreams. My family would be more proud of me because I'm achieving my dreams even though they may have to make, well, we all may have to make some short-term sacrifices. And then eventually if you do get a better degree from a better uni, college, whatever, would that not secure you a better job in future so you could repay back those loans to a greater extent than just you know not having them in the first place i don't really know it's a tough one 
Um, it's very brave of you to do what you did to, to actively, what's the word? Not like hemorrhage your future possibilities, but you know, sacrifice perhaps, you know, your long-term career ambitions, maybe just for the, the well-being of your family in the short term. It's an amazing thing to do. I'm not sure I'd do it. I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? It's a, it's a hard one, guys. Let me know down in the comments. What would you do in this situation? Would you sacrifice your career potential and your life potential, but make sure your family are in a better place or kind of risk it, put some hardship on your family and yourself perhaps, but know that you, you probably have the capability to achieve more. I don't know. It's a tough one. Let me know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now moving on to our final post. Today I effed up by not knowing how to eat an artichoke, which led to me artichoking. Some background. When I was 11, I was homeschooled due to me being bullied and the school not doing anything. My mum was a single mother, so unfortunately she couldn't take time off to stay home and teach me. Her best friend, being an absolute sweetheart, offered to teach me at her house until my mum got home from work each day. My mum's friend, let's call her Charlie, was the definition of fitness mum. She took a literal 5k jog every morning, was on a diet, and gave her kids mostly healthy food. She was also way more religious than my mum, so things at her house were very different than things at my house were. One day, my mum had to work late, so Charlie offered to let me have dinner at her place until my mum showed up. I asked what we were having, and she said, Artichokes. Artichokes? The F is an artichoke. I didn't want to be rude, so I told her that I would like to stay for dinner. I sat at the dinner table as she finished up in the kitchen. She later came in with what looked like a bush on a plate. She and her family held hands and did their dinner prayer while I looked at my plate with one thing on my mind. How the F am I supposed to eat this? Everyone began to dig in. I, on the other hand, was just still staring at my plate. Charlie had worked hard to make dinner. I wasn't about to just refuse to eat it. For all of you that don't know, you're supposed to eat an artichoke by picking off the leaves and scraping out the soft insides with your teeth. I, on the other hand, did not bother to ask. So instead of asking how to eat this because I didn't want to be rude, I picked up a leaf and shoved the entire thing into my mouth. The first thing I noticed was how hard it was to chew. Literally, it felt like I was trying to chew through a tire. Charlie looked at me and smiled. Does it taste okay, OP? I didn't want to upset her, so I just nodded my head. People were already almost done, and I think they noticed that I was just sitting there chewing the whole time. Charlie looked concerned and asked me if I felt sick because I wasn't eating anything. It hit me that I needed to answer her, so I freaking swallowed this whole artichoke leaf, and that is when I started choking. Charlie ran over to me and started patting me on the back really hard. After about 10 seconds, she hit my back hard enough, so I coughed the dang thing back up, where it proceeded to land in the center of the table where the following conversation happened. Uh, OP, Charlie said. Yeah, did, did did you try and eat the whole leaf? Um, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we've all been there before, OP. Don't worry. It's one of those ones where, where you don't really know what you're supposed to do in a certain situation, but you're just like, I don't want to be potentially rude or embarrass myself by asking someone what I should do. So I'm just going to give it a go, you know, use my common sense and see what I can do. In this situation, clearly it didn't really work out for you and it actually led to a more embarrassing situation. So I guess you should have just asked, but you were trying to be nice. So I can't really say that was too much of an F up. Although I do like the title, After Choking on an After Choke. That's good stuff. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of puns, as you all know. So um, yeah, that one really got to me and I was laughing on my own for five minutes. Crazy scenes. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually know how to eat an artichoke, but I guess now I've learned. So um, thank you, OP, for potentially saving my life because I will not now artichoke on an artichoke. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash today I effed up. If you want more from this subreddit, then I've actually got a playlist of all my r slash tfue videos right here on screen. If you want to go ahead and click them, they've just magically appeared. Pretty crazy stuff that YouTube allows you to do. If you are new to my channel, as I said, please make sure you are subscribed by clicking this button. And um, we're now trying to head towards, I guess, what, 700,000 subscribers? Then 750, which is three quarters of a mil. Then what, a mil? It's coming. Hey, you want to be part of the journey, you got to subscribe. And yeah, with that all being said, I will see you tomorrow with a brand new video. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.